ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌಭುನಕ್ತು ಸಹ ವೀರ್ಯಂ ಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಧೀತಮಸ್ತಮಾವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಶಾಂತಿ ಜಗತಾಂ ಪಥಗೆ ನಮಃ ಹೇತಿ as i said weapons not weapons of mass destruction <laughs> weapons of you know samsara destruction destruction of samsara because this samsara is what is causing problems so that hetihi that weapon of the lord is what asanga shastra you know that knowledge of oneness which is paradoxically connected to the preparation of you know being asanga being asanga is both the preparation for this knowledge and also a fact of this knowledge that the atma is asanga asanga means what unafflicted unaffected unconnected to uninvolved with anything this is what is called asanga so the atma which is the self which is one self which is you is naturally unconnected unafflicted to all the things that it thinks it is affected by so one is unaffected naturally this for this discovery that one is absolutely unafflicted one has to be what relatively unafflicted and that relative you know uh, what is that freedom from affliction is what is given by the grace of the lord that is the weapon of samsara with this weapon i cut through the roots of samsara uproot samsara completely for myself and this is what the bhavasya hetyai and jagatam pathaye so the, the one who protects the the person protects the person from the jagat turning into samsara ha because you see the jagat is benign it's not uh, it's not come to get me it's not coming to get me but then everyone feels it is after me you know this whole world is after me people are after me everything is after me everything is wrong everything is bad this is a subjective vision from the unexamined unconscious this is a very subjective vision and so this subjectivity leads me to think that everybody is after me and here the lord is portrayed in a very beautiful way the one who protects the jagat from becoming samsara for the devotee that is the that is the beauty here of the lord that the jagat is just remaining the jagat due to whose grace it does not get converted into samsara very beautiful then what rohitaya sthapataye khetranam pataye ರುದ್ರಾ ಆತತಾವಿನೆ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರ ಮೈ ಸ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂಟೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಅಗೇನ್ ಟು ರುದ್ರ ಹಿಯರ್ ವಾಟ್ ಕೈಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ರುದ್ರ ನಾಟ್ ದ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ಅಫ್ಲಿಕ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ರೋದಯತಿ ಸರ್ವಾನ್ ದಟ್ ವಾಸ್ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ವಿ ಸಾ ಹಿಯರ್ ರೋದನ ರುದನ ದ್ರಾವಯತಿ 
the one who hanky bhagavan the one who first makes the person cry we saw that in the first anubhaka here he is giving hanky and saying ponchlo wipe your eyes <laughs> the comforter the lord who is the comforter namo rudraya so this lord who you know who doesn't torment my own karma torments here the devotee has undergone a process of growth to understand that the lord is not the cause of my affliction my own karma my own duritas are the cause of the affliction and when i understand that the tears not only they flow, flow freely freely means it is more of a healing the tears a catharsis rather than a rehearsal of the distress there are two ways of crying one can cry permanently resentful why me why is this happening to me the lord is bad you know always targeting me with his arrows this is a resentful expression correct but here we are not talking of that we are talking of something much more matured it's a catharsis that even in spite of all these karmas i'm being protected it's a catharsis it's an evolution it's an it's it's a it's a pathway to emotional maturity of the of the person that emotional maturity here is protecting the devotee and making the first meaning of the rudra the one who you know pinches and makes this baby cry and then who rocks the cradle <laughs> so this seems kind of funny how can that same lord you know both pinch and rock the cradle you know and and a number of uh, you know new world traditions they don't understand this that means god is bad god is not bad here that's why we it's a very sophisticated understanding of bhagavan where we don't have to bring in one devil to explain something that is wrong that wrongness is part of the order that disorder is included into the order and that disorder is my own ignorance and the karmas that ensue from that for which i need the grace and the blessings to overcome that and in this overcoming what happens you know in this overcoming there is a there is a freedom there is a freedom in this overcoming because my vision changes now rudra is no longer no longer the tormentor i don't have to say keep your bows to yourself keep your arrows to yourself keep your manyu what is manyu anger keep your anger to yourself don't leash it, unleash it on me that's a child's view here i am maturing emotionally and i see this bhagavan as an opportunity to grow and i feel comforted by my surrender and in this surrender i feel comforted and this comfort is what is allowing me to mature as a person because i see bhagavan as the comforter so rudraya and who is this rudra atata vin atata means the one with a extended bow or you can even if you don't take the image of the bow someone who is ready with all the weaponry and this weaponry is to what protect protect me from what myself <laughs> you know my own ahankaras you know destructive forays into my psyche 
and when my ahankara becomes you know my own enemy that is when the that is when the uh, all the ayudhas the weaponry is deployed the weaponry is deployed when i i start to self sabotage myself so bhagavan is there to say i'm going to you know protect and save you firstly from yourself really that's the only thing that adhyatmika is the only problem and then also other things you know it's all about the grace of being in the right place at the right time in the right manner it's all about that everything is about being in the right place what ensures that one person is in the right place and gets the promotion at the right time and the other person is always 2 minutes late you know right since birth was born also one week late and so <laughs> you know the mother was tired of carrying around this fellow so for everything one person is just 2 minutes late for everything the person comes and you know and something you know even small thing like going to the to to the halwai halwai means the person you know this uh, make all the fresh samosas and everything all these things and when they come when their turn to be served in the line the last jalebi and the last samosa was sold out just one minute ago one minute late so even such a small thing like that or a job interview that the one before got the job interview this one did not get you know always slightly late you know and so these this is all what my own duritas my own karma you know some lateness karma is there and all this is resolved you know because i invoke the lord as atatai come forward here come there's plenty of space atatai i invoke the lord as the as the protector and i invoke the lord as the as the one who removes my duritas removes all the things that stand in the way of my ambitions and goals including the goal of moksha self knowledge because that also needs a lot of grace lot of grace is needed on this pursuit because a pursuit is eminently hijackable yeah suddenly the thought comes why i should study <laughs> why we should do this why you know home study out of home study why we have to do all this yeah, it's okay i'm fine as i am what vedanta i have learned enough suddenly the thought comes where it comes from one doesn't know but it comes this is what we, that's why we say all desires are ashubha yeah they are ashubha inauspicious you know why not because they are bad and we are condemning desires because all the desires uh, lead to a place of incompletion and going round and round the circle of samsara because whatever you desire does not fill you even if you get that object of desire or whatever it is you obtain that it does not satisfy and because it doesn't satisfy it is called ashubha because it 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 it, it uh, gives a baby of another desire each one each desire procreates another desire they are all called ashubha there is only one shubhechha shubha ichha which is 
to stop being a wanting person that is the shubha ichha other everything else is ashubha and so therefore you know by mistake i had this shubha ichha i started to attend the classes <laughs> by some grace and then suddenly the thought came no 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 I, i think i have better things to do with my time why should i attend why should i come because i have already heard it i have already know this this is a this is a problem because one is always hijacked that's why one has to be uh, you know always prayerful and the and we invoke the lord in the form of the one who is ready with a bow and arrow to send the bow and arrow to the ahankara to puncture the ahankara so that all these thoughts don't come you know what i should be or should not be doing and where the blocks to hijacking my own commitments whether the commitment is towards bhukti what is bhukti towards bhoga anything relative to be gained within samsara or the commitment is absolute mukti so whether it's bhukti or mukti i want the lord to be ready to protect me he is a palaka he is ready he is atata vin and in the shukla yajurveda atata yin atata yine something we saw that even in the first anuvaka both have the same meaning atata actually means terrorist but here we don't take that meaning here we say the one who you know protects along with the extended uh, weaponry and you can even think of vishnu with all the the the, the chakra and gada and everything and that weaponry is very beautiful you know that weaponry is there to destroy what stands in the way and when you destroy what stands in the way it's an act of protection because you protect the shubha ichha by destroying ashubha everything that is ashubha is totally you know destroyed very beautiful and then what connected to that kshetranam patihi tasmay namaha kshetranam patihi means the one who is the lord of all the all the bodies kshetra here is bodies whether the body has sukshma sharira like a sentient body or the body of rock mountain river elements etc all of them are bodies correct bodies of water you know so the lord of all of them the one that inhabits everything is kshetra kshetra naam patihi all the things the fields are called kshetra and we had last time i think we had a uh, some talks on this you know kshetra and kshetragnya so so kshetranam patihi the one who is the lord of all bodies so therefore we cannot uh, we cannot say that all these bodies are what these bodies are you know other than me because it's all bhagavan even the biting mosquito is bhagavan yeah bhagavan flown on your hand to exhaust some karma yes and as puja swami ji always said to give you also some punya how because only the pregnant mosquito bites so the biting mosquito needs is usually vegetarian but it needs a blood meal and she is carrying the baby's poor thing so really speaking 
that the biting mosquito is not only it's a twofold blessing because it's not only drawing away giving you a chance to exhaust your karma papa but it's also giving you a chance to earn some punya how because you're donating blood to a pregnant lady yeah so punya this <laughs> is just this is what which swami ji would say is just amazing and so this way you know the body of the mosquito the body of even mosquito at least we can see and we can run away or put some what is that citronella oil and and uh, go away so you can you know but what about all the other things you cannot even see ebola bhagwan yes ebola bhagwan all these bacteria all these viruses so these viruses are a problem they keep on morphing you cannot treat them with antibiotics and antiviral drugs are not that many uh, things are not there and then you give one kind of drug and the other one it morphs into something else it becomes resistant and so all these are just bhagavan so the kshetranam patihi the one who is the lord of all bodies one meaning and then kshetra also is a site of pilgrimage correct where is the site outside somewhere in mean on the top of a mountain in the in the uh, by the body of water like rameshwaram on top of a hill vishnu devi all these things these are all uh, kshetras punya kshetras and the all no matter where you go somebody will say no i am a shakta and i am only going to see mataji and i am not going to do, go to all these other temples where are you going same kshetra naam patihi then another person says i don't go to temples i only go to hajj mecca that's the only place i go kshetra naam pati the lord of that pilgrimage place also is this one and only no matter in what name and in what form and in what place we invoke or somebody says you know i'm going to some uh, there is one uh, very interesting pilgrimage in europe so they do this uh, camino camino walk so they they do this whole thing the catholics very you know they have a lot of um, what is that called bhakti there and they walk 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 around all these holy sites and they go by foot there are so many churches old old churches and the pati of all the lord of all of them same lord one and the same without a second no matter where you go the lord of all kshetras then finally the kshetra which is moksha that kshetra of what is that swastha the the, the abidance in oneself that is also the god and the moksha being you kshetra is you and the kshetrapati the lord's grace is there for you to reach the kshetra which is already there so in other words you discover that kshetra as yourself kshetranam patage namaha sutaya namaha ahantyaya namaha vananam patage namaha we have to add namaha to all of these names suta means the one who drives the chariot and this we can keep on talking about because we are students of bhagavad gita and kathopanishad also has rathakalpana the whole imagery of the chariot correct so the chariot here is the is this big machinery of the lord in the form of so many laws correct all the laws think about how each law connects to the other 
and how each one's karma connects to another person it's awesome so the 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 chariot here that 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 big chariot so don't think of some small vintage chariot think of the chariot you know in 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 uh, tanjavur and places like that where they do that rathotsava that or or jagannath puri jagannath yeah that that is the chariot you have to conceptualize which brings all the traffic to a halt huge thing 100 feet and it's pulled by the people you know with great bhakti it's the great this chariot festival i tell you is the great leveler the king and the commoner and you know everybody comes the rich poor highly educated erudite pandits and non pandits everybody you know are jostling together because all of them are holding that rope and pulling it's just amazing and so you know and the chariot goes to all the roads of the village technically it used to do that bhagwan comes to your house amazing comes right in front of your street your neighborhood it's just amazing what an amazing culture and this is you know here the chariot means that all the machinery which makes the world work in a very orderly fashion that there is earthquake in afghanistan that is part of the order that there was earthquake somewhere else part of the order no but aren't we causing the earthquakes yes we are causing the earthquakes because of our actions or rather wrong actions that that the ability to you know go against the order also part of the order that we have the useless free will which we are <laughs> which we are using in wrong ways part of the order you know that we are we have the capacity to destroy ourselves part of the order that we have the capacity to learn from our mistakes even if it's late and then redeem our ways and talk about climate change and conservation and everything part of the order so this suta is this chariot of all the various orders that are manifested in the universe the chariot itself and the driver of this chariot has to know so much my god the driver of the whole jagat machinery including i mean we are here only looking at our loka including all other lokas what is happening in the world of the ancestors the mains what is happening in brahma loka what if one yakshara yaksha beats up a kinnara you know what happens <laughs> who is to mediate this is in some other loka yaksha and kinnara are celestial musicians so let's say they had a competition and they wanted to beat each other up because they got upset with each other and the one who is the cause of that the one who mediates and then in pitruloka also something happened and in some brahma loka also something happened all this is overseen by the charioteer who drives this unwieldy contradictory and a mess of machinery and even in this universe we have so many things like one black hole eats up another black hole you know this is part of the astronomical order and the astronomical order is truly astronomical to even think about huge and you know all these galaxies and then now we have the capacities what is that deep the deep probe telescope is there whose main job is to identify goldilock planets what is goldilock 
planet neither too hot nor too cold <laughs> meaning just right for life ah that's why it's called goldilocks planet right just right for life and then first they thought you know they started to name those planets they thought oh this is this is uh, you know one or two but now they have found that there are not one or two but thousands upon thousands upon thousands of habitable planet yeah so so many habitable planets in fact that is the habit of the universe to have habitable planets you know the reason part of the reason they are looking for you know intelligent life or at least habitable planets is because on some level we know what we are making of this earth yeah and uh, the rich and the powerful want some place else to go yeah ah they are already thinking of building condos on the moon because now that you know so silly they are really they 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 bombarded the moon they 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 made some bombs on the moon to go off to test if there is water or not all they should have done is read the uh, read uh, you know read ayurveda read astrology in india and you know moon is just all water we know this but you know now they have found okay there is water so it can sustain life of course we have to have a lot of oxygen but somehow we can manage and uh, we can do this and so they want to build colonies on the moon and some people signed up for this mars mission it's, it's very uh, you know interesting because all this all this now they found one sculpture sculpture on mars this, this curiosity is very curious yeah she keeps sending photos of various kinds sometimes every year she takes one selfie also and sends that so there is a lot of there is a lot of things happening and things we don't even know and same thing if you look at the biological zoological order all these things new new sea creatures are being discovered you can barely see them that's why they are called sea creatures there you can barely look at them they look horrendous and of course there will be some culture that will eat them you know fry them up and eat them no business really so these deep sea creatures are something very interesting because there is no light there so they don't need eyes they can move because what's the use of having eyes if you cannot see you see that's the intelligence that's the knowledge so the one who manages all this they don't have eyes but then they have to be seen by other creatures either for reproduction or for you know predators to protect themselves so they are all fluorescent but they don't have eyes they come in all kinds of colors and they give off all kinds of colors that that can be quote unquote sensed and seen by predators seen means not seen but they sensed because that when that when they start giving off that fluorescent uh, you know these uh, lights or something like that then they create an energy field that is sent some kind of a sonic energy field is is there's a change in that and this is something that is so beautiful so this whole intelligence that is what the one who drives this intelligence the one who is the nimitta karana of the entire jagat is called suta here and then 
a related meaning, a very connected meaning here is also the driver of my destiny. Suta, driver of my destiny. So what do I have to do? Sit back, relax and enjoy the ride. I don't become a backseat driver and tell Bhagavan, no, 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 in, in, turn here, no, 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 stop. Don't you see there is a signal, why are you going? Go here, go there, left, right. Oh no, you should have stopped at that shop. I wanted some donuts. Why did you pass by that shop? <laughs> there can only be one driver, correct? Yeah. Either you, Bhagavan is very clear. Bhagavan says either you drive or I drive. You can't have two people yeah, in the driver's seat. There's only one driver's seat. I mean, imagine a car where, you know, four people can sit and each one, each place has a steering wheel and brakes and accelerate. Imagine how they, where that car will go. You know, the front person breaks to a halt. This is the person in the back wants to keep going. They press the accelerator and the passenger on the side wants something else. They want to take a left turn. So they move the steering wheel this side. And the last one puts it on cruise control. Where are we going to go? <laughs> so there can only be one driver. And Bhagavan's rules are very clear. Either I drive you or you drive yourself crazy. That's all. <laughs> Those are the only two options. <laughs> so the submitting the steering wheel or the reins to the sutta is, is our, you know, is an intelligent act. This is what the meaning of Namaha is. Surrender means I surrender my control over my life unto you. You please take care. You please see if I need to make a left turn or a right turn. And if I look at longingly and wave goodbye to the donut shop because you decided not to stop, that is also okay. You know, there is a particular fast which is very interesting, which is a kind of called, what is it called? Krichra. There is a certain fast where the person lives for three days. It's part of uh, actually a 12-day fast. And the person lives for three of those 12 days on whatever comes. They don't try to go and get things. And they also don't advertise, I'm doing Krichra, please bring good del delicacies. Yeah, they don't advertise. But whatever comes, and if nothing comes, they don't eat anything. So that is the whole, that is the idea. It is a, it is a practice to get into the mindset that everything that comes, comes from the Lord. And so it's not that I'm not an agent in my life, but my agency is a surrendered agency arising from you know, my understanding that Bhagavan is in charge. That I am not, I, I am not in charge. I am not in control. That Bhagavan is in control. I can take charge of my life. Yes, I have the responsibility to do that because I have the buddhi that is given to do that. And that buddhi is Bhagavan, the manifestation of the sutta within. That buddhi is alone Bhagavan. You don't have to think, oh, when will Bhagavan tell me what to do? Let me just continue to sleep until Bhagavan wakes me up. No, that's not the point. 
Bhagavan has given you buddhi that is the presence of Bhagavan in your life. And for this the buddhi has to be clarified. You know like the butter is converted into ghee. Because first the butter has got a lot of turbidity and there is turbid butter, you know that it's all got impurities. That's why you put it on the stove. In the, in the beginning when the butter hits the fire, it makes a lot of crackling noise and gives off a funny odor also, correct? Makes a lot of noise if you've tried making ghee at home. Makes a horrible noise, but then you continue to let it burn off the impurities and then it becomes very quiet, right? So to here, when the buddhi is subject to all the ragadveshas, those are the impurity, and the fire of knowledge is put to the ragadveshas, they, they create a lot of cacophony. They say, no, I don't want to go. I want to be right here. I want to rule your life. I don't want to let Bhagavan show in this, in this mess. I like this mess. This is how I have lived for the last 50,000 lifetimes. Who are you to correct me now? <laughs> this is what Buddhi says in the beginning. But the Ragadveshas burn off when exposed to the knowledge, when exposed to self-knowledge. And also through the practice of, you know, Viveka, Vairagya, all these cultivation of Viveka, Vairagya, Shamadamadi, all these things, the Ragadveshas burn off and what remains is, is that voice of Bhagavan as the Sutta. So the chariot is what now? The chariot is my own body, mind, sense complex. Atmanam, Rathinam, Vidhi, Shariram, Rathamevatu. The body, mind is the chariot. And the reins are the mind. Buddhim tu, Sarathim, Vidhi. Sarathi is Sutta. So I have an inner Sutta or not depending upon how much I allow Bhagavan to drive this destiny, to drive my life to places. That is what the whole thing is. It's, it's all uh, dependent upon myself alone. It's not dependent on something else. I, here, this is where the Purushartha is deployed. Moksha is a Purushartha, it is not Prarabdha. It's not written in your horoscope whether you will horror scope, whether you will have <laughs> moksha or not. And this I know because whenever I used to be with Swamiji, he, people would, Swamiji, people would always come and show their horoscope and say, will I get moksha Swamiji? He would always smile, he would always laugh and he would say, that is your own, you know, purushartha. That's why dharma, artha, kama, moksha. The predilections we can see that there is a strong fifth house, Purva Punya, and the Punya leading to the Shubha Ichha, I want to be free. That the Jupiter is in a sound place, and all the planets, the Mercury, which is the mind, is, is not afflicted. All this we can see. We can say that the person is fit for this pursuit. Has, I mean, everybody is fit for the pursuit, but the thing is, there are a lot of things going in, uh, you know, in your favor. It's like, you know, going on that moving walkway in the airport. You know, I spend a lot of time on the airports. And then uh, there is all these, when you have to go from one gate to another. Two things you have to know when you travel is that travel prarabdha includes the two things, okay? Uh, regardless of whether one is a sadhu or not, 
first thing is your gate will be the last gate and the time between the two gates will be only 15 minutes so you have to in, in the layover so the moving walkway becomes your best friend at at such times and the second thing is that your bag will arrive the last you know this is part of the traveler's prarabdha so so here the moving walkway means what you, it's not that you stop walking you are also walking but there are certain ways in which you are propelled further uh, as though by the grace of the walkway and you know sometimes you feel like you are walking on the walkway but in the opposite direction <laughs> you have to exert more sometimes the children you know they get on in the opposite direction and they teenagers they try to walk the other way it takes a lot of effort so this is how it is so sometimes there is a there is an ease and that the ease actually comes you know that that ease becomes more the more i let go the greater the ease and if there is no ease what is there this ease ah that ease turns into disease literally and so the suta i i invoke the lord as the personal chauffeur of my own car which i consider to be bekar most of the time <laughs> this is what the whole thing is this this car you know needs a driver and bhagavan's rules are very clear either you drive or i'll drive you cannot tell bhagavan you know sometimes i'll drive and then when i can't when i have driven myself into a ditch then i'll give you the key <laughs> then i'm going to hand over the key you know tan man dhan sab kuch tera hai everything is yours oh lord nothing is mine you know and then when the things are going well i grab the key again and then i drive myself into another ditch then i say oh kidhar ho why are you playing hide and seek and you know lord vishnu is is probably is frustrated with all of us and says kya log hai ye you know that's why goddess lakshmi is always pressing his feet to calm him down yeah <laughs> don't worry just enjoy this massage i they don't expect anything out of them they you know because they are they are a hopeless case hopeless cases Oh, this kabhi-kabhi drivership doesn't work because imagine you know the driver has finally adjusted the seat to his or her you know whatever and taken the steering wheel, put the key in the ignition, and is driving suddenly. No, no, hato, 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 go, go, go. I'm, I know now what to do. Are you sure? Yes, I know. Go, leave. I'm fine. Bhagwan says, okay, no problem. And then what? this time not a ditch but a dead end yeah <laughs> don't know where to go you have to turn back all the time making u turns that's all one is good at you know because the whole life is a big detour yeah everything is a big detour all this you know all this world of manifest this manifest jagat is a big distraction and a detour so therefore i don't know the way not only do i not know the way not knowing the way is one thing you can say i don't know where i'm going i don't know how to get there i'm lost that's one thing 
that's one way of being lost but a very difficult way of being lost is not knowing where to go not only do i not know how to go but i don't know the destination but still i'm continuing to doggedly drive this is this is just aviveka of the highest order so here namasutaya i i make a place for the lord in the center of the heart and give him give her the reins of my you know destiny and what is my destiny on the relative level and on the absolute level on the relative level i don't know my destiny but the absolute destiny i know that destiny is bhagavan alone so let bhagavan take me to him why should i worry about where to go how where is your address what is your email address you know shiva shiva at kailasa.com you know <laughs> that why should i worry about how to go because it's already there and there is a certain relaxation in this giving up control this micromanaging is the first cause of disease really because all the time one is just all the time worry has this been done has that been done where to go how oh, to do uh, what if this happens and what if that happens oh no 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 this i knew this would go bad i told you so you know this is just a sad way to live so sad very very sad and you know then what so the the allowing myself to loosen first loosen and then let go of my grip over micromanaging all the things in my life and and the, you know this very beautiful uh, expression prarabdhaya samarpitam vapuhu vapuhu body includes mind here body mind vapus body mind samarpitam dedicated given over to what prarabdha my own destiny it's given over what can happen because bhagavan is the jagat rakshaka he is the protector in that jagat includes me so i will be protected even if i fall into difficulty how to come out of the difficulty is also given that strength of mind needed bhagavan will give and if i need to come out i will come out if not what's the big deal you know nothing will happen it's okay oh but i can't die right now you know <laughs> that's my own opinion that i can't die lord yama thinks otherwise okay <laughs> lord yama says <laughs> that yeah you can you, i'll give you the freedom to think you you can't die and you don't want to die that's your opinion but your opinion does not count because i have the pasha what is pasha the nose yeah i have the nose and you can say no i just want to snooze but that's okay <laughs> i have the nose you you don't you're not in charge of this so it's all just a you know what's the word for it it's a empty uh, bravado this kind of a bravado that one has this bravado one has has to just let go of because really there can be only one driver it's better that bhagwan drives you know we have a very nice uh, what's its name uh we have a very nice imagery in uh, one more way to understand this better is the in lord krishna's flute the flute is a reed of bamboo harvested from the river bank and then what what has to be done to it it has to be hollowed out the bamboo has certain segments and inside is that kind of a funny thing called pith 
and that pith is clogging up the bamboo so first you have to drill through the bamboo already it is hollow but it's got some clogs of this pith and then you make a few holes and then you first you when you make the when you make the bamboo clear a hollow reed then your air blows through it you can get some sound or and you can make a few holes there and then you can make melody and that's why lord krishna carries the flute because the flute is the jiva who is always with krishna and and the flute in the flute we see how we need to be we have to be holy pun intended <laughs> yeah we invite you know we invite the lord by giving up one's own agenda for and trying to micromanage and control the life control the life means where the ragadveshas have pradhanyam so myself means what here a bundle of ragadveshas resentment krodha moha lobha all coming from ragadveshas alone so all these are given over at least they are suspended if they cannot be overcome that's what we mean by given over that suspension should be there the ability to suspend for the sake of this sanity that we are talking about and in that ability to suspend is really great grace and that grace i invite where i become the lord's melody my body mind sense complex is given over to the to be part of the harmonious and continued manifestation of this expanding jagat this expanding universe that i have a role to play that i am performing a role but sometimes the role gets rolled up into my ragadveshas maybe that's why it's called role <laughs> and so that's where i can protect it because the ragadvesha says oh you should do better you're not doing enough you what are you doing look at the other people they are contributing so much you are not doing anything you are an idiot you know so this is where this is also the wrong occupation of the driver's seat the one who doesn't know how to drive is sitting there you know just pressing whichever button one feels like <laughs> so here too this is what bringing one down all these wrong thoughts so here too one knows that one is making a difference i i don't see the difference i don't know the difference but whatever it is let me do whatever i'm meant to do to the best of my abilities so therefore my work is dedicated to bhagavan whatever comes is accepted by you know from bhagavan very easily and i stop trying to second guess myself namas sutaya and then the next one is very beautiful ahantyaya ahantyaya means the 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 one who cannot be killed and the two are connected because the lord is indestructible correct because the lord is limitless this limitless indestructible lord and when i surrender to that lord and if the lord is in the driver's seat and i am the passenger all the dangers of the road if there are any they come to whom first the driver the driver is in a 
position of power all right but the driver is also in a very vulnerable position yeah because if there is an accident the driver is is at first at risk because all the things that are coming you know whether it's colliding traffic or some big rock or whatever it is or if we just take the chariot imagery lord krishna sitting in the chariot in the mahabharata kurukshetra war every arrow that came had to pass through lord krishna to go to arjuna that's why arjuna didn't even need an armor lord krishna was the armor ahantya and when i surrender to the suta who is ahantya then what happens i become indestructible i lose the fear of death i lose the fear of death and relatively i feel protected and therefore i lose all fear in the relative sense and with the help of the knowledge absolutely also i am unafraid ahantyaya namaha sutaya namaha very beautiful and that's why lord krishna when he was the chariot charioteer you know the, all the very horrible astras were deployed by the kauravas they were also you know having these mantra powered uh, missiles and one of them was called nagastra karna you know and this is mantra powered missiles with somebody's name on it so this one had arjuna's name on it this nagastra very powerful and deadly thing and it could only be used once that was the saving grace could only be used once and it had to hit the target if it did not hit the target it knew where the target was it would relentlessly follow the target and destroy the target that was its mission and when karna deploys the nagastra because lord krishna is driving the chariot you know what he does he knows how the nagastra works he just dips the chariot a little low meaning it avoids the neck and just takes off his crown avoids the head and just knocks off the crown already quite insulting correct but the force of the prarabdha is is reduced because of this so he just got away with a little insult rather than off with his head ha huh? and then you know then the nagastra was did not know have i hit the target yes i did hit <laughs> it was confused and it fuss it went it detonated itself it did not go after him again that is because that is what we call grace surrendering to the lord as ahantya you know gives me that abhaya danam it gives me that abhaya that i too am ahantya if i am under the shelter of ahantya then nothing can happen to me and that's again the lord as govardhana giridhari you know like atlanta now so many rains came and too many rains flood now what is what can be a jagad umbrella you know <laughs> just pick up a mountain that's all pick up a mountain and just hold it up you know and all you need is your little finger you don't even need to hold it up and go oh my god what to do i should do some push ups before doing this nothing no pull ups no push ups nothing just effortlessly hold it and this also is here is where shraddha comes you know do i stand outside the deluge 
or i look at the lord's mountain mountain like umbrella but then i see he is only holding it with a little finger oh my god i will become chutney i dare not go inside you know i'm sure some people thought that and some people just perished outside because they were too afraid to come in the uh, sharanagati to come in the sharanam of the lord that is what it is ahantya that is what it is instead on the other hand the intelligent ones the ones who were vivekis saw that like okay he doesn't even need his little finger to hold it up i will be safe here because he is ahantya so some people thought that and came in and all the animals animals first came they had no they had no problem with trust it's only with the human beings <laughs> oh let me let me see if that other fellow goes and if it doesn't become chutney then i will enter <laughs> so when i invoke the lord as ahantya i get a, I, i i i become courageous because it is abhayadana instant abhayadana the bhagavan is sharing that fearlessness which is his own swarupa with me because i not knowing that it is my own swarupa i'm hankering after that fearlessness yeah ahantya namaha and then what vananam pataye namaha because we'll go with the most obvious meaning first vanam is forest right now we don't have many of those at the most we have just wooded areas amazon is the only thing that comes to mind when we think of forest and that too is being depleted of all the herbs and everything is just in bad shape so forest is a the the the, the presence of forests is the health of the ecosystem of the whole planet vanam yeah the presence of the forest you know we have a very nice goddess called vanadurga very beautiful this vanadurga is there she is the consort of the um that uh, that whole complex of temples where uh, puja swami ji built chariots mahalinga mahalingeshwara's consort is vanadurga in a place called thiru tiruvada maradur yeah after the class there will be a contest of how to pronounce this name <laughs> and a prize given for the correct pronunciation <laughs> so this is the, you know so vanadurga means the, the 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 goddess of the forest and then we have also this like uh, uh, you know vanashankari there is a goddess called vanashankari but actually it is vanashankari shakambari these are all goddesses of the forest and so we are, we have this pratha this custom of invoking the lord in the form of forest god or goddess doesn't matter and so here too i am invoking bhagavan as vananam patihi the one that you know protects the ecosystem and then next one is vrikshapatihi you know the, the, the next one so not only the lord of individual trees but also the forest because sometimes we can't see the forest for the trees sometimes we can't see the trees for the forest so here out of an abundance of caution yeah both vriksha and vana are included vrikshanam patihi and vananam patihi as well pati means the lord the one who is the overlord of all the the complex ecosystems that actually nurture us and keep us going this is what is called vananam patihi first meaning second meaning is very beautiful 
Vanam means Vananiyam. Vananiyam means worthy of being worshipful. The most worshipful and the most adorable is called Vanam. This is the Upanishadic meaning from the Keno Upanishad. Tadha Tadvanam Nama Ityupasita. Keno Upanishad. Tadhi Tadvanam Nama Iti Upasita. Here, you know, Indra and, uh, uh, you know, who, who are the other two fellows? Vayu and Agni, they, they are taught by Haimavati Uma, the goddess of knowledge, about Brahman. Because, the, you know, knowledge is always that is feminine. So, she is the teacher of Brahmavidya. She is the guru that comes to teach them because they don't know what is happening. And they have forgotten the Lord in, uh, you know, in uh, celebrating their escapades against the Rakshasas, the Asuras. And they are having a big party and they have forgotten all about Bhagavan. This is, you know, Asmakameva Vijayaha, Asmakameva Mahima Iti, they are partying. Lot of glasses are clinking and then uh, wine is, you know, Soma juice is free, uh, flowing freely and each one is you know, recounting his own prowess in this war. His own prowess. Vayu says, I just did foo and the enemy went away. Agni says, I just singed them and they just ran away. Indra said, I just had to look at them and they ran away. <laughs> Asmakameva Vijayaha. Ours is the glory. Ours is the victory. This is how they were chanting their own wonderful names. They were praising their own names. And then they had a lesson in humility. I'm not going to go into the whole story. But they had a lesson in humility. And in that lesson, you know, Goddess Uma, Haimavati Uma comes and teaches them. And teaches them what? Teaches them that this, you know, this Brahman you left out, this Bhagavan you left out. And then Indra and Agni and uh, Vayu teach the entire all the other people they teach and they teach all the people and what do they teach? Tadha, Tadvanam Nama Ityupasita May you worship the Lord as Vanam, meaning what? Vananiyam, the most adorable one, that is the name of Bhagavan. Vanam also means Varenyam, the only thing that should be chosen which is, where do you, have we heard Varenyam? Gayatri Mantra Gayatri Mantra Tat Savituhu Tat Savituhu Tat Savituhu Devasya Dhimahi Tat Varenyam Tat Vanam Tat Vananiyam That alone has to be chosen because whatever else I choose self-destructs is finite so that infinite is called Vanam that which can, which can never be destroyed. Tadvanam nama ityupasita. So vananam pataye. Because there are so many adorable things, correct? In the universe. Out of my own problems, I choose so many things that I think are adorable. Starting money, starting so many things, you know. All the finite ends I see as worshipful and adorable. Yes, adorable they might be. But really speaking, there is a Sutradhara, the one who is holding the truth of all the adorable things. 
the end that i am seeking which is ultimately adorable and all the local adorables are also in the fold of this adorable one which is the nature of the self which is my own nature which has to be recognized that is what is called vananam pataye namaha all the three are connected sutaya this one went off sutaya namaha ahantyaya namaha vananam pataye namaha do you see the connections yeah because sutaya i'm still connected to the body mind sense complex i'm still you know struggling to give up you know ownership and control but i'm trying i invoke the lord as suta then what that suta is ahantya in fact the more i come under the sharana sharanagati the more i am what freed this is what ahantya i invoke and finally what the lord of all the desirable ends vananam pataye vananiyam beautiful all of them are very much interconnected then namaha rohitaya rohita actually means lohita like just like babru and bablu like that so here it's the opposite rakara lakarayoho abhedah so lohita means blood blood means the sustaining thing in my body is bhagavan rohitaya namaha rohita is the one who is the sustainer of the body mind sense complex and not just my body because every body has blood correct and even the insects also have blood but they don't have hemoglobin so we don't recognize it as blood but they also have that self that that which sustains the body mind sense complex that which is all pervasive this is a very beautiful upasana to think of that bhagavan flowing as the blood so blood pressure is bhagavan pulse beat is bhagavan and then in on in a very microscopic way we can think of bhagavan as all pervasive pervading through the whole body is bhagavan alone and all blood groups are bhagavan everything is bhagavan and then what sthapataye sthapati sthapati here doesn't mean you know sculpture sculptor we can take that meaning but it really means sthata cha pata cha sthapati stha the sustainer pa the protector pa to protect pata protector sthata the sustainer of the universe i invoke why because that lohita that that, that the one who is in the form of the blood is that is what it's doing without blood the body cannot be alive so it's sustaining it's the very sap that sustains my existence the very essence that sustains my existence and therefore i see i i abstract it's very beautiful first i look at it particularly as the blood flowing through my body and through all body and then i abstract from it and look at it as what as the that which is the sustainer of the whole universe sthapataye and then vrikshanam pataye namaha including the sap and the gum you know when you cut the tree a little bit there is some oozing that is the blood of the tree that's what that sap keeps the tree alive 
so that which flows through the tree has its own life essence has its prana so the prana of the human beings in the form of the blood the prana of the trees everything is this bhagavan alone rohitaya sthapataye vrikshanam pataye namaha more we will see when i come next time Om Purnamadaf Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Harihi Om